I was a twig, and I just didn't like that. I, I'd rather have like a little bit of jiggly in my belly. <laughs> I'd rather have a little bit of jiggly in my belly. There you go. There you go, folks. <laughs> Welcome to episode 38 of Options for Dummies. This is your host, Jacob, and my brother, Connor. Now, here we are just talking about stock options and uh we're just a couple dummies that just do this for entertainment and educational purposes and uh today is friday september 11th uh 908 central time september 11th never forget gonna be a weird day in the market you know because it's such a monumental day in american history do the markets go up or do they go down? I want to tell you what I think. Biggest green dildos you've ever seen. End of day. And I'll tell you why. So there's a recording of Donald Trump or the Guardian put out something saying that he called the people that have died in wars losers. 9-11 well, was a big catalytic event for us to start go to Afghanistan. I think we're going to see a big green day end of the day because that's his way of saying, like, I support the troops and I didn't say that thing about them being losers. And I'm not here to talk about if he did or did not. I'm here to talk about the market. I think today's, if you see something red, I think you should buy calls on it. So calls on DocuSign. What you think? Calls on DocuSign. Uh, uh, I mean, you've been right lately, man. You you called on on Tuesday that it'd be a pump and dump, and we saw throughout the week. Um, it looked like things were starting to get get inch back up to where they were, you know, a week or two ago, and then, um, it just kind of got dumped back down. So on Monday, spy was at three thirty three. You made your pump and dump prediction, and then the next day, it actually rose, uh, you know, two percent to three thirty nine, and then it came right back down to three thirty three, three thirty four. So, good call on your prediction. You've been right a lot lately. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I'm still skeptical about you know, the tech stocks and even just buy in general. But uh, that's just my skeptical self. I think I don't know if I'd buy calls. That seems like a little like risk. I wouldn't recommend buying calls um, at this point. I think that's the the risk is not worth the reward at this point. But um, you know, Jake, you've been right lately. So maybe maybe you're maybe you're right again. You could just be the the profit. Yeah, so I think if we're talking about the week, man, I'm telling you that eight dollar gain on spy on Wednesday, Jesus Christ, that was that was something else. That was just like that was banks and institutions telling because at that point, eight dollar gain, what does that signify? Oh, we're going back to three sixty. Right? And 
we can never forget banks are out to fuck retail traders. So what do they do? Is they make it seem like we're on our way back up to 360, hop in. Then they dump it. Why? Because they can pick up the bag, like they, the retail's bags, they drop them because they panic sell. They pick them back up. It's, it, it's one of those things that if you didn't buy calls on Tuesday at close, well, then you missed out. On Wednesday, unless you can do same day trades. And at that point, you would have to buy in the beginning of the day to really see some profit. So it's just one of those things that um, it's tough. It's tough cookies out there, you know. But I'm not scared. It's tough cookies indeed. Indeed, indeed. Like like uh, a lot of people, what I do, so- if... Uh, because spy puts are really expensive and you only get a couple of days. So VIX calls is what I was doing, but man, VIX would not freaking move. You know, it just, it got killed today. I, there's a murder out on the street with the VIX. VIX got stabbed in the back and said, don't come back, Jack. And the VIX was like, my name is VIX. And they were like, well, for now on you're Jack and we disrespect you. You want to go? burn down your village and vix is like but why the spy is down eight dollars and they're like we don't have plans for you walked away wow your imagination's running wild this morning (laughs) great friday it's friday it's friday (laughs) what happened so um so, and it's funny. So in the beginning of the, before the episode started, you were like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm looking at a couple stocks that would be long-term. Now I know we're in options. Uh, we talk about buying calls and puts and stuff, but I think it'd be good to hear your explanation of why you like applied materials. So <clears throat> I was just looking at some financial ratios and I noticed that their, their PE ratio was, only 16. Um, so relatively low PE ratio. And we've seen them, you know, manage this pandemic pretty nicely. They haven't really been affected too much. They've killed their both their earnings um, since the start of the pandemic. And, you know, I, I listened to their earnings calls, man. And like, they sound good. Like I know that, that that's the idea of what they're trying to do. They're trying to make themselves sound like a good company. But like, I mean, to be honest with you, I just think that they're they're undervalued at fifty five bucks, and I mean, they're a company that pays pretty solid dividends, and they seem like they've been around for a long time, and mm-hmm. I don't think they're going anywhere. Um, you know, assuming we don't head into a global recession, which I don't think we will at this point. Well, you know, keep growing, and I know that they're getting in the. Uh, cloud computing was that what it was they're getting into some kind of newer um something with data they're getting into the data industry more and more and they're starting to invest and grow in that in that field so i know that you know they've been trending in the right direction and i don't think their price their stock price has fully reflected uh 
that trend. So, you know, that's just what I, what I feel. I also think Boeing, I, I, I would still pick Boeing over applied materials. I think at this point, just because they have more upside. Um, Dude, you're like the Boeing poster boy. I'd, oh, they're, they're, they're a cheat code, man. I mean, they're, they're literally fully supported by the U S government. Like, they aren't going anywhere. They can fuck up all they want, and they're not going anywhere. The U.S. government relies on them just like they rely on the U.S. government. So, I mean, betting against Boeing, this government can't hang, and um, that's never – you. it feels like this is like a, you know, you know Chicago Bulls with, with Michael Jordan versus, you know, some fucking – middle of the road team right and mj's down by 15 after the first quarter and you're like you're sitting there like wow like they're getting they're getting blown out you know they're not looking too good but it's michael jordan against you know a decent ass team and they're still all the time in the world so would you still feel comfortable betting on mj i would because mm-hmm. that's a good analogy because it's MJ like the U S government is the U S government. You know, they're going to, they're going to perform. They're going to do well in the long term. They're a safe bet. Strongest economy in the world would not bet against them. Okay. Uh, if you have been buying calls and stuff on them, they, they seem to, I mean, if they're trading at one fifty, they had some bad news this week, but, um, if we can see some forward momentum on, uh, let me take a look at, let me give you my two cents on Boeing. So with Boeing 157, dude, they just, I think honestly, yeah, I, I would buy calls in the 160 high 150 range, but then I'd be prepared to sell if you're going to be hitting one six high 160s. Uh, like low 170s because it seems like that's where their range has been uh, for the last last few weeks. It really has been in that little pocket. So, and the premiums are so expensive for me. Like, all right, if we're talking about buying positions on Boeing, I'd buy calls. Um, but would long term? Long term, well, I don't know. I I think, um, shoot, are they going to be? Plane travel's got a long way to go. You know, like they're. I think they're still asking for bailouts right now, and and after firing their whole staff, I just I have a hard time feeling empathy for these companies. I long term, I wouldn't hold on to them if it was me. I would um, I'd probably be doing something in tech because the tech bu- uh, happened, that that bu- big bubble bounce or whatever pop of the bubble happened last week. But if this um, coronavirus doesn't go away, well, then tech's just going to be more important. So, I mean, even though Zoom's at like 350 or 360, I, man, I would buy long-term calls on Zoom. Hmm. I think, I think, yeah, we had a scary last week with tech, but 
that doesn't mean tech is ridiculous. Like if you were to buy calls on Apple, you know, I think that would be a good move. Um, I, I mean, what is it trading at? Like nearly a hundred bucks after yeah. it's split. I mean, Apple's a great buy to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'd agree with Apple. I think some of these other tech companies are, uh, a little bit a little bit overrated um give me a tech like, company that's overrated i want to hear this like i'm talking pe ratio overvalued so i want to go ahead and say netflix is a company that i think has a pe ratio that's ridiculous they're i mean don't get me wrong netflix is a great company but i would have a hard time justifying you know buying them at this price you know what I mean? Like, can yeah. they keep climbing? I, for sure they can. But like, to me, it's like, once again, the sometimes in like the one to two year horizon, we don't know what's ahead for us. Like, we don't know if the tech bubble is going to burst. We don't know if there is a tech bubble. There might not be one, but I don't know. It, it can get real ugly, real fast. They have a lot of, <laughs> they've climbed really high. If they slip on one rock, I mean, they have a long way to fall, you know, before they can find their footing again and start climbing. So, I don't know. I guess the whole idea, buy low, sell high, Netflix is is high right now. And a lot of other tech companies are high. Right. So, I feel like you'd be buying high. Whereas, like, Apple, um, I think they're they're not overvalued nearly as much to the extent that um, Netflix is and, like, Tesla is. Even like DocuSign, Etsy, all these companies, like they're, don't get me wrong. I, I get why some of them are valued at where they're at. I mean, they're speculative stocks, but that's just not my game. You know, some people like that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm not, that's not the kind of investment I'm looking to make. I'm looking to get value, um, you know, value stocks and buy, try to buy low, which is why I'm into Boeing. Um, but, yeah, Apple, I, I think if I had to buy one of the FANG stocks, the Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, I think I'd go with Apple. Really? I like Google. If I could afford it, shoot, they're like a thousand bucks, but Net, Google's great. Yeah. I think they, uh, but you know what? That's, uh, that's, that's going beyond our 20 minute, uh, we try to keep it a short show, folks. So I think uh, Coach Song, where he's going to talk about applied materials, and here he goes. Hi, my name is Coach Stonk, and today I'm going to be going over a stock that might not be as well known to you, but to me, it looks like it's a good time to buy, so I'm going to mention it. We're going to be going over the stock named Applied Materials. Now with applied materials, the reason why I like them so much is because they develop what you're using now. You might have an iPhone in your hand. Well, that iPhone needs to be made somewhere and the person that's making that thing, that's using that thing, well, they had to have it some made for them. So applied materials is kind of like the middleman for the manufacturer and it, it's 
it's two steps before the developer. So the developer makes it, the, the manufacturer makes the makes thing, and then apply materials make sure that the manufacturer has what they need to make the thing. It's very nice. They got, they got a couple cool things going on uh, coming down the pipeline, and they're trading out their all-time highs right now. And I like apply materials because they remind me a lot of Apple when they broke through their all-time highs. They just kept going. They didn't really have too much to bring them back down. So I would say buy calls on apply materials. But uh, we're going to go over that formation real quick. The formation for apply materials is classic on the weekly, of course, because we do the weekly here at the Coach Tonk experience is going to be Fortnite pinata now i may have done pinata for you before where you saw i said well the bears think they're going to win with pinata but really what's going to happen is it's a steel pinata and you can't break it well with Fortnite pinata it's going to be very famous young among the young folks and it's going to have some colorness in it you're going to see it right here it's clearly pinata, but the reason why I'm saying it's going to be a Fortnite pinata is because the people that are a bit younger than you are going to want to invest in this stock. And we shouldn't stop them from doing that, but we should get out before it gets too late. So Fortnite pinata, you're going to hop in, right? You're going to make your money. You're going to let it ride for a little bit. But when you start seeing the news, or maybe even all the Wall Street Journal start talking about it. It might be your time to get out because that means other people are watching it. On the Coach Stonk Show, we're trying to get you a little bit further ahead of everybody making some money. So with the apply materials on the weekly, I see, I see Fortnite Pinata. And it's just one of those things you probably want to buy calls and let it ride for maybe a week or two. And we expect them to keep climbing past their all-time highs. So if I was you, I would just sell when you make some good money and then and then just wait for their dip to come in because the pinata is going to break. We're going to go swinging at it and let it break and then get back in because all-time highs, I see applied materials hitting 86 by the end of the year. So... Uh, I say buy calls, be confident, know what they do, and get an edge on the game. Do you see Peloton? They did good on their earnings. Yeah, they had their first profitable quarter. Congratulations to Peloton. That is a, uh, a great company. Yeah, you. It, it's funny because you were not with Peloton, and then you were like, wait, this pandemic thing? Peloton's awesome. <laughs> yeah it's cool like it's it's a cool i think since i tried it out i mean it, it's a cool idea and i think it'll it'll do well um even after the pandemic i think it's just a good idea people like yeah. the easiness of working out at home they like they like people like buying something that makes them <laughs> think it's going to make them be better yeah for sure like you buy people buy an apple computer because they think it's going to make them more creative yeah for sure and i mean whether it it it, it definitely 
It definitely can for sure. And I, I can see how people would look at that and be like, if I buy it, then, you know, I'll have to use it. Yeah. My money's worth. And then, you know, I'll, I'll have to do it because it's right there in my house. Like there's no excuse. Right. Like you just got to hop on. Um, so I, I like that aspect because sometimes just like having to drive to the gym, you know, that can psych people out of, you know, working out so yeah. right there. Because you got to get in your car yeah, you and then drive. people are going to watch you. Yeah, very true. People, if you're out of shape, if you're insecure, I mean, Peloton, you don't look have at, to do Look at that. Connor. Four years ago, he was really insecure with his body. And yeah. He, and, and he was on the Peloton bike every yeah. day. Used to weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> that was me. I used to be a big boy. You know, I was like. You are a big boy. I like, being, I like being the big boy I am. My buddy showed me a picture of uh, me and him when we did a road trip. And, man, I was a twig. And I just didn't like that. I, I'd rather have. Like a little bit of jiggly in my belly. That's I'd rather favorite. have a little bit of jiggly in my belly. There you go, there you go, folks. <laughs> I gotta leave. I gotta leave the listeners with something. So, uh, what do you? What do you? Do you want? Do you want to talk about something? I feel like we. Uh, I feel like you're kind of bearish. On 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 certain stocks, yeah. But I mean, I've changed, man. Like I'm a, as a, I'm not really an option. I know this is an option. This isn't just an option trading podcast. I like to say that. I know it's called options for dummies, but I I like to say that Jacob is our options analyst, and I'll become the just buy and hold analyst because I think that suits my liking a little bit more um so we have than, two professional analysts that are yeah i mean what amazing. else could you want guys like it's you pretty much have everything you need in this podcast i guess from this point on we'll we'll start mentioning stocks more seriously i i thought we were just like options but if you you know all the technical terms and stuff i just look at stuff and be like oh that that looks good yeah, so actually yesterday I had a I had an assignment where I was comparing the financial ratios of Coca-Cola and PepsiCo. Right? PepsiCo is um, better. You think PepsiCo is better? Well, certain ratios yes, but the the PE ratio of Coca-Cola is lower. So if you're if you're kind of guy who looks for value, um Coca-Cola might be better, but and I would say Coca-Cola is more efficient with their assets. They have better asset turnover, um, return on assets. I for whatever reason, I mean they're different companies, right? Like I w- within each one, I'm pretty sure PepsiCo has a large they they have much more revenue than Coca-Cola does, which I was surprised by. I didn't know that. Cuz um, aren't they more international? Well, I think Coca-Cola is international, but I, I, I think the the product lines of PepsiCo are much wider. I think they oh. sell a lot more. Um, but honestly, man, I would say I would say Coca-Cola is more of an international brand. Um, like people see more Americana. 
like you see like Coca-Cola, you're like, ah, it's a Coke. You know, you want to have a soda, you're going to call it a Coke. Like that's, you know, they, and uh, PepsiCo is like, I mean, they have Pepsi obviously, but I mean, they're like Lay's. They do all these different types of snacks. Um, so I probably actually buy more from PepsiCo than I do from Coca-Cola, but like Coca-Cola is more of a, you know, brand it has more of a brand that sticks with me than PepsiCo. Mm. But yeah, so it's kind of fun to just look at the different, um, what if Coca-Cola bought Gatorade? Whoa. What if Coca-Cola bought Gatorade? Yeah. They said, Gatorade, you keep doing your thing. You be, you're still called Gatorade. But we own you now. Hey, so I think Gatorade is actually part of PepsiCo. No way. I'm pretty sure. Let's let's get a fact check. I'm gonna ask. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start utilizing this more. I have a Google Home. Okay, Google. What is Gatorade a part of? You're gonna get a terrible answer. Here's some information from the web that might possibly help. According to Wikipedia, the Gatorade Company, Inc. is an American manufacturer of sports-themed beverage and food products built around its signature line of sports drinks. Gatorade is currently manufactured by PepsiCo and is distributed oh, in over Nice. There we go, baby. PepsiCo. <laughs> then you got to get into PepsiCo because if they own Gatorade, then you just want to stick with Gatorade. Yeah. Gatorade, what a great Gatorade's name. pretty sweet. Gatorade. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's interesting because so PepsiCo and Coca-Cola, this is what I thought was fascinating about the about these two companies. Pepsi Cola makes a lot more money. Like in revenue, in terms of revenue, they have a lot more. But in terms of net income, they're like the same. So Whatever pep requires a lot more expenses than whatever Coca-Cola is doing. Um, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, it might be because like Pepsi-Cola is like what they sell, um, I guess, isn't as profitable. I mean, I guess they sell like Lay's chips and uh, shit, what else is I don't know. PepsiCo has a really, they have like all the good snacks you can imagine. It's part of PepsiCo. But, oh, you, they make a lot Lays. more money. As much. I, um, I'm down with some Lay's. Lay's are great. They're great snack. I That's my snack. I get every time at the grocery store, I can get Lay's. Lay, a different flavor every time. Really? Yep. The only wow. jalapeno, jalapeno is one of my surprisingly favorite. I highly encourage you guys to try jalapeno flavored Lay's chips. Dude, this opposite. And if you're gonna stay away from by Lay's, <laughs> and if you're gonna stay away from a flavor, stay away from honey mustard. That flavor is nasty. Not a fan. Of I didn't the honey know you. Mustard you're Lay's so into chips. to Lay's. Like I was like I was that a casual means- Lay's guy. Like you know, if Lay's was going out to the bar and they would be like, "Jake, do you want to go to the bar?" I'd be like, "Maybe." 
you know and then you're just like if lays asks you out to the bar you're like let's go let's go i mean it's an easy snack and what i love about it is like have 25 and you it's the perfect like easy to get uh fill you up to the perfect amount you know if you're if you're not even hungry you could just have a couple if you're starving you want it to be a meal replacement you can have like 20 uh don't recommend that but i've done it before if i had to hold myself over um i mean it's it's great like what snack is and they're not even that like unhealthy well they got a lot of oil on them right yeah, they're not healthy. I'm not I'm not saying they're, you know, your vegetable replacements, but at the end of the day it's just dried potato. You know, I mean they put seasoning and they make it taste good obviously, but um like it's much healthier than like uh like I got Pop-Tarts as another snack. Like Pop-Tarts not a healthy snack. That's just candy. Yeah. Also uh chewy uh not cliff bar cliff bars are, are really bad for you too and uh chewy bars that's what i got and th- those are those aren't good those are sugary they just put sugar in corn and uh syrup it's not good man lays is sugar-free baby i think pepsico pepsico okay all right well i feel like i feel like that's a good ending to this uh this day's episode so, yeah yeah for sure buy calls buy calls don't buy honey mustard lays don't buy honey mustard lays yeah uh buy materials buy materials and then stay away from overvalued stocks maybe maybe not whoa all right <laughs> have a good weekend